1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Greek Spired. Sophia and I have a very interesting guest on today's show. Many of us, we dream of becoming either a lawyer or an artist, maybe a comedian, an environmentalist, a YouTuber, a podcaster, and so forth. And to become just one of this requires a lot of dedication and talent. Imagine being all of those. Well, that is our guest today. A very warm welcome to no other than the multi talented Nefeli Meg.
0: I, I have officially blushed. <laughs> for all these things you said about me, I didn't even uh, re- I haven't realized that I, I do all these things you said. You
1: do. You do. You it's do. and it's fantastic. And you know, first of all, welcome on, ta- on the podcast. Thank you for
0: having me. It is an honor for me to be here in your precious
2: studio. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> are in a soundproof a, studio. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're in a very interesting studio in um Inglifada, a friend's uh, office. Um, I I tried to make the window soundproof by <laughs> putting up like some carbo uh, car just carbo stuff
0: it is smart it is smart yeah but it has a great view it's
2: unique you would say right yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: totally. nothing
2: you've seen before it's greek spire it's <laughs> greek spire <laughs> it
0: that's true actually. yeah it, it's it is greek spire
1: <laughs> you know um it's so nice to have you here and my, my first question is really you know regarding the intro how do you Manage to do all of these things. What's your secret sauce? What's in the water that you drink?
0: But yeah, I don't have uh, something. I I didn't even believe in myself that much when I started doing all these things. Mm. I've never imagined myself doing these things. My my future would be a lot of different. Lot. My my future would be different if COVID didn't happen. Really? Yeah, because I was about to go to Norway. No I was yeah I was accepted at the Greek embassy in Oslo in Oslo yeah, so a uh, different kind of wow. story.
1: But you know, let's go back in time a bit because yeah. I've read that um, when you were a kid, you you wrote stories and you dreamt of becoming a, a director, film director.
0: Yeah, I loved film, f- film. But then studies. you studied
1: law. So was that a, like a natural choice for you to to study law?
0: Uh well. I gave way to my parents, although so they wanted to study law because I succeeded in, you know, and. When the, we, yeah
2: like the uh, panhellenic
0: uh, exams
2: pan-Hellenic exams where you're like basically getting and, if you have higher grades you get into the good university yeah and then this you is have
0: how to this is how we do it here <laughs> the Greek way. so my my father actually wanted so much and I I didn't regret it because law and being a lawyer having studied law is what actually um how do you say it like um mexico easy
2: yeah it sets your apart. yeah from
1: yeah, it does. The
0: rest of creators. Yeah,
2: yeah true. So what you say, because I think a lot of also being, you know, uh, half of a Greek uh, child, I know. I mean, my mom is always onto my toes and she's like, Sophia, you should do this. You should do that. Same, same, that. See, see. And you're like, okay, maybe you guys out there, if you're being pressured from your mom and dad, just go with the flow. Yeah, that's, that's, go with yeah.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> that's your tip. Um, well, if it's something that's rational, yeah because what they told me was rational and it was a a good thing for me but at that time i couldn't really see it Mm. Mm.
1: but i'd like to get into comedy a bit because um so when you were studying you saw an ad at a stand-up yeah when
0: i actually when i finished finished when When I, I, i took my last exam
1: and then you you got the guts and you went you went for it, basically, in this stand-up show. They
0: they were asking for either um, musicians, stand-up comedians, and I used to write a lot, so I said, "What the hell? Let's do it!" And I said to my friends to come, and we we printed. Um, a poster to you know put it here and there and and people actually came we were like thirty five forty people which is really nice yeah wow. it was really nice and then I realized that I really like making people laugh <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's like a purpose it's better than having an orgasm
1: wow that's, that's a statement. <laughs> that's of huge
2: of course I mean I guess because it's mm. such a big an emotion right and you're its yeah and it's really difficult to make someone laugh like mm.
0: genuinely laugh not mm. that like the haha kind of thing Yeah. But the one don't... that cracks you up
1: <laughs> but it requires so much guts to sta- you know go and stand on stage and putting yourself out there and telling jokes that you don't really know how the audience is going to react like yeah, how did true. you get the, like the first time how did you get that
0: so I I don't know. Maybe um, it wasn't about ha- having confidence. I had, I had, I was really anxious up until now. I'm anxious every time I have to get onto a stage and perform. But after five minutes, when you get your first laugh, then it's just magical. If you make them laugh like once, they're gonna keep on laughing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I have seen you uh, present, uh, Nefeli. I, we did a. Um a presentation together and I have to say you're an amazing speaker oh
0: they end plastic waste yes yeah, an yeah. amazing speaker oh thank you so much and
1: <laughs> do you have because I get very nervous when I go on stage and yeah, talk in too. front of people <laughs> but okay with you it didn't show at all you were a natural speaker but do you have any tips for people that you know have stage fright or just are going to do a presentation like
0: yeah well um f- f- um I some vocal exams I don't know they help they they actually help what mm. you see musicians do before they sing it's the same thing as before you give speech, uh, speech to to a crowd the la 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 and, yeah. blah, oh. and <laughs> you know these things but um if you're um 18 years old and above like getting a glass mm. of wine <laughs> really is the magic trick
1: so oh, okay. I, I have to tell you a bit a secret. Um, so just before I was going on stage. Okay. Uh, I, I sat down and I ripped my pants.
2: Really? <laughs> you so I had, your pants. Yeah, so I
1: had a huge hole in my pants. And <laughs> that's why I so I took off my, my, my jersey and I tied it around my um, my hips. ass, basically. Yeah. <laughs> which looks super weird. Like why is he like why did he wear an ugly t-shirt uh, uh, okay, okay. And, I see your point uh, but it also made me a bit more nervous because like this is really embarrassing um, if someone sees that you know the hole the hole Hold in your pants yeah
0: but, but yeah. you had your jersey on so uh, yeah
1: I was you know but just like 30 seconds before you go on stage and that happens it's uh, but...
0: I don't think that you can beat stage fright like never hmm. all the, the great comedians say that too like you 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 always get anxious even for a minute before you go on stage. Mm, yeah, yeah that's true. true. I think I'm having a, a heart attack every time I perform, like literally.
2: So, speaking a bit more about comedy, like where did you where do you get your inspiration?
0: Basically, my love life.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because Sophia said that. See, see, you have heard my podcast. Yeah. So I like trying things and yeah. I like finding people like I like dating I like this kind of stuff because people are full of surprises <laughs> and the more you you connect with people the more material they provide you to to um you know sa- sa- um satire yeah uh but I, my daily life when I when I don't do the same things I'm trying to do different things so I get some s- uh simulation and then create something different this is where I get my inspiration from, basically my exes, me and mm. Taylor Swift.
2: It's good, it's good. No, but I think one thing that drove me mm-hmm. away from uh, becoming a psychologist uh, is actually how weird people are. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I, like I, I say that with all my love, but some people are really, really weird, weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, but interesting. So I guess that's if where the fun comes from. If you do stand comedy. Yeah. Mm. And what about, what about, you know, artists that you find inspiring?
0: In terms of comedy, comedy or, or mm, generally? Mm. Greek comedians or any kind whatever I mean. so okay I love Daniel Sloss do you know This he's um Scottish stand-up comedian that does black comedy mm-hmm. really dark humor it's so nice but here in Greece we kind of um, we're not on that level Right now, we need to work that. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Greece, I love Labros Fispis. I
2: am me too, yeah, I love he's... him. Did you see the episodes where he was uh, interviewing the kids?
1: Yes, yeah, totally. One
2: of my favorite parts of YouTube ever. He's basically interviewing young kids and ask them about big <laughs> concepts that basically only only adults, that you come to realize only adults understand, that yeah, we yeah, yeah. don't really you know explain to children. But yeah, love him. Great series, great series, and he he
0: held a show here in Taekwondo Stadium. Mm. uh that that had five uh, five thousand people coming to see him. It was hectic. It
2: was amazing. It was like a dream. Okay, so what do you think? Is you know you you compared uh, comedy Greek comedy a bit to, uh, I guess more the international scene. What is it that's missing? You think. Greek people tend to get offended a lot. Like, mm. like more often than
0: what happens abroad. Mm-hmm. And we, you can't hear, here in Greece, we, we're really a religious um, nation. You can't, even in 2023, you can't really make jokes about Jesus Christ, our savior. <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. It, it's, it's true, it's true. But it's true. crazy, it's crazy. So this is a, a, a great... Um, Red line. This uh, something about history. Uh, recently, a stand-up comedian made a joke about um, something in Cyprus and how they are d- divided. And th- th- it was it was it was funny, but people living in Cyprus the Cyprus Cyprus Cypri- Cypriots. Cypriots sorry Cypriots didn't didn't get the joke. So for one week, I have some friends in Cyprus. Um, all, the, all the media actually w- w- were recommending it they were criticizing but in really bad way they tried to cancel him
2: oh. okay. and this can, I like feel like cancel ago. culture is big everywhere guys
0: I don't know no, like... he, he, here people tend to forget easily as well
2: yeah
0: mm. if it's trending on Twitter for two weeks and then it's gone well
1: <laughs> I was watching uh, the tonight show Really? Congratulations oh, yeah. on being that. That's huge.
0: Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It uh, was it was an honor.
1: How was the experience?
0: Well, it was something, basically, that I was telling myself I, w- I want to go there the minute I started. Yeah. <laughs> the minute I started, you know, doing stand-up comedy videos and stuff. And I was telling my... my, The, the guy that we're partners with, mm-hmm. the guy that does my videos and, and anything. Yeah. My, my partner. <laughs> okay, um, That when, when, when I am, when am I going to go to the 2 nights show? I really want to go two years ago, this. And it was like a, a, a goal that I I wanted to achieve. Everyone was really friendly. They actually really gave me airtime. The, the interview was 55 minutes wow. yeah. because most of the guests are being interviewed for only 25. I had the double the amount oh. <laughs> of time. <laughs> So, and he did, did, did me really good.
1: He had a lot of interesting <laughs> questions also, or I would rather say you had a lot of interesting answers. And one topic that I Thank would love you. to go into a bit deeper is, is your view on monogamy Versus oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. polygamy, <laughs> okay. uh, and just to clarify for the listeners, monogamy is you know when you are in a, in a traditional relationship, you're with one partner, and polygamy is, polygamy. Polygamy is when polyamorous.
0: You are, when you are
1: with uh, several partners, and um, I think you said in the interview that you don't really believe in the monogamy, and that w- until you're 35, you should just be uh, yeah playing around.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> look. Um, Life's too short. It's too short to 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 limit yourself in one person. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're traveling a lot, if you meet a lot of people, like the temptations are there. So, if you don't want to get married at the age of twenty-five, then there is no reason for you. Just try to be with one person. But if you want to get into a serious relationship, then yes, because I I also said in mm-hmm. you know the thing that you heard that. Um, we are, by choice, m- monogamous, fr- mm. monogamous, by is, is monogamous. monogamous society, monogamous. Monogamous, okay. So, yeah but, yeah, but naturally, we tend to, like, having a lot of partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but n- here in Greece, I, I told you again, we're really puri, puritan...
2: Yeah, puritan... Puri, yeah. puri. I don't know how, how you say it. Uh, conservative, probably. Okay,
0: yeah, we're conservatives. Like, guys that... I say this to them, like, when I meet a guy, I say, look, so... <laughs> I'm, you're not going to be the only one so most guys just leave
1: mm-hmm, and
0: wow. no one won't well, no one can relax at that. but answer, I'm I'm okay I've come to terms with that I, I can live with that I was
1: having lunch with some friends this weekend and we were discussing this and one of the friends came up with uh, with the suggestion uh where one writes a contract and says you are allowed to do this yeah if it's outside your friend group your social circles if you are traveling somewhere and your significant other will never find out it's fine but if you do something and you're caught and it's someone that you know and it's you know a person in your social circles then you are going to be uh, punished for instance Okay. How do you punish someone? I mean, I think by it, breaking
0: up with him. <laughs> well, it
1: was also we were talking about, you know, prenup. So basically, if you are okay, if you're prenup. cheating and it's not mm-hmm. really something that is um, uh, outside your social circle, it's mm-hmm. fine. But okay. if it's within, then
0: okay, even even and
1: you don't get anything.
0: Even time. at marriage, see people like they they start to to having conversation about that. You know, in Europe, this is like the the, the next thing having a partner. Because you need someone. We're creatures that basically want to love someone, mm-hmm. to to have someone to trust, to say our, I don't know, hopes, dreams, worries, whatever. But when it comes to sexual life, you it's so easily to get tempted. Mm-hmm. Like you see someone, he's so beautiful. Just it's just I don't know. In my mind, this is so two different things: having a partner and like having sex with multiple people.
2: Yeah, but maybe can you? I don't know. What do you think? At one point. Like role play could solve that. Where you are like, play. okay, my the partner, same my partner thinks. I don't know. Let's get blonde. It's, it's like I,
0: I don't know. It's like want you to get dessert and say I'm gonna get something that has stevia on it. It's not the same. It's it doesn't taste the same, and it's the same. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm. No, no, I, no, I, I, it. I love I, it. I, no, because I'm going to take it like to a really sexual level. that It's going to lose its meaning. It doesn't matter. It doesn't That's matter.
1: Fine. I also just want to, when you, you spoke a bit about dating, are yeah. you on Tinder? Are you on, like, how are... I
0: can never be on Tinder. So how
1: are you dating? Like, how are you meeting people?
0: Uh, basically, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really difficult for me right now. Because the more my profile gets, you know, publicity mm-hmm. and... I am a recognizable person. Mm. It's really difficult for me to find someone there that doesn't already know me. Because, you know, in social media, I'm the girl that talks about dicks a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is a problem because I don't do that. I don't do just that. Because, you know, my podcast has like 25 minutes talking about sociopolitical stuff and explaining legal terms. And the last five minutes, I'm talking about uh, sexual things. Or, mm. But people focuses on these five minutes and they say oh the girl that talks about sex yeah.
2: so it's really difficult for so me so sex sells one more time
0: uh, yes yeah. tears sex and blood <laughs>
1: yeah but this is what
2: sells <laughs> at least you also educate people you know in the first uh, 30 Sorry, minutes yeah yeah well
0: I'll do that but to to go back to the conversation it's really difficult for me to find someone most of them are really um, how do you say prokatelmani prejudiced yeah Pre- mm-hmm. oh, but what they're gonna meet mm-hmm. um and i don't like finding people when i go out mm-hmm. basically a friend of a friend or somewhere in a book group of people in a meeting maybe someone from my work environment mm-hmm. other creators so actors comedians good crowd though uh, no, it's not. No. I would like to find maybe a lawyer, maybe someone that um, something with the economy, like um,
2: Lawyers out there. <laughs> <laughs> Are
0: you S- ready? S- S- CEOs or S- SEOs? Is C- CEOs, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that...
1: CMOs? CMOs, CMOs yeah. yeah. CMOs. Yeah. Also Everything
2: created. in a uh, C-suite. <laughs>
1: A sea suit. Yeah. Well. why not? Inter- well, well that, that
0: is a dream of mine was to go to Wall Street in New York. I've never been to New York. You uh, have to go. Yeah, I need to. I know, I know. And I want to go outside Wall Street and see people in suits. I love <laughs> men in suits. I don't know. I just, I just love it.
1: Yeah, yeah you should have lived during but... the like the twenties or mm. like the roaring twenties yeah. where everyone was wearing suits. But
0: then I wouldn't be able to find many partners. I would be probably married.
1: Yeah, <laughs> at the age of fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially Heavy. as a Greek. Yeah.
2: See. So, you've been speaking about um, having overcome anore- anorexia, which yeah, yeah. I yeah. think is incredible that you're speaking about it. And I think you know, where so many women are dealing with. Uh, with eating disorders and not really this realizing thing. sometimes I've also had anorexia when I was a teenager so really? I, I know I know what it means and I also you know I'm I really love when people are open about it and speak about it and you know I think one thing that has come to my mind after you know being a bit older now and speaking with my family uh is that they also had it tough in that time and really? I'm wondering what do you think Uh, would help families that go through you know someone that is dealing with an eating disorder how can they help them what is it that you actually need in that situation because I feel like oftentimes people are just concerned and they are like walking on eggs and they're not sure what to do but they see something is going on do you have any you know anything that you feel like yeah well
0: I basically I love talking about it because I realize that I have helped many girls mostly girls because you it's it's more, more common to find it on girls um well i it, it took me four years to realize that I have a problem my mother was seeing it and she had already found a psych psychiatric psychiatrist that specialized in eating disorders but I, I didn't really want to go so it depends on when you as an individual are going to understand that you have a problem. Because people, uh, my friend's family was telling me that I have a problem, but I couldn't see it. Mm. So it's not much that families can do if your child hasn't really understand what's going on. Unless it's a medical issue and you need to get hospitalized. But fortunately, I didn't have to get to that point. I had lost my period for for five years. It was was basically the first thing you lose after your dignity, but a period as well. (laughs) Because all these things I did was for a man, because this is a crazy story. I don't know, you've heard it? I've I've heard heard it, but
2: I think, I mean, it's so strong. Please tell. Okay, so,
0: okay. For the listeners, (laughs) I was 18 years old, and I fell in love with this guy that... Uh, maybe he he really liked the girls that were ectomorphic, you know, the body type that um, can't lose, uh, can't gain weight. the the type of girls that eat a lot and don't get don't get fat like at all. Me, I'm a mesomorphic. I can gain, I can lose. It's it's the same. So he told me that I looked chubby, but on the thinner side, like a thin chubby. <laughs> You can imagine the guy was a clown. So I said, "Okay, <laughs> let's lose all these extra pounds," which was not. I uh, basically I I was the same like now, yeah. the same weight. You look great. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> but at that time, I had problem with. Well, I had an underlying issue. I didn't like how my body was developing mm-hmm. into being a woman. And the thing I had most about my body was my. My pelvis, you know, women tend to have rounder pelvis as they get older, so they need to be prepared to give birth to a person. So this was the thing that I didn't really like about my body. So um, I had this thing on my hand and my head, and he told me the thing with the tsabi, whatever. And I started exercising seven out of seven, eating a hundred cows per day. One hundred. One no no 100, one hundred, one thousand, sorry. One thousand. So okay, if I if I <laughs> no, no no I didn't go to that level. So and I was working on weekends for twelve years. Twelve years, sorry, twelve hours. So basically I was burning anything I ate. I burned all the fat I had on me mm-hmm. and then I I I started having you know, um, basically
2: little, uh, l- yeah, like a little
0: uh, hair, or no no, 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 no. My hormones, on, on that perspective, were mm-hmm. okay, but it, I, I lost my period. I lost 10 kilograms. I don't know how many pounds this is. Uh, 10 kilograms in one month. I lost my period, and I lost willing to live, mm-hmm. and I also lost any sexual desire. I mm-hmm. felt like a child, I felt mm-hmm. 10 years old. I didn't want to have sex. It was, yeah. it was,
2: yeah, but you know going out and i think i think it's actually and i can go on about this for so long because i think it's such a weird disease because you're basically fighting yourself and you punish yourself yourself and you try to Mm -hmm. kill yourself in a way but also not because you're eating just enough to survive yeah um and food is something that we have to do every day, right?
0: And well, I, we die if we don't eat. Exactly. This is what helped me my psychi- psych. I can't say the word. psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. <laughs> so I, I, I decided to go to psychi- psychiatrist, oh my god. Um she helped me um to build a healthy relationship with food, like to understand that Food, you need it to, to survive, to live, to think, to walk, to do anything you wanna do. Because up until that point, I thought food as something that you have to eat it when mm-hmm. only you exercise like a lot and it's like a reward. Mm-hmm. But food it's not a fucking reward.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But what mm-hmm. it has it? I think you know, every challenge is teaching you something or you you grow bigger from this. And I think you seeing you, I'm like For sure, you're such a powerful, incredible woman. Thank you so much. So is there something where you're like, you know what? Even this challenge that I overcame it, I learned this.
0: To be honest. I didn't learn anything. I wish I can go back in times and and not knowing how to track macros mm-hmm. because right now when you do the calorie tracking thing, I know like everything. I know how many calories this chicken fillet has or this bunch of chips or whatever. This is this is so you, you can't unknown what you already known. I wish I could bo- go in back the in time. World. Yeah. But you can't, even when you get off this vicious cycle and realize that you have a problem, you you, you can, you're trying to solve it. You cannot learn calorie tracking. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't. Do
1: you, do you have any advice to people that might be uh, suffering from this or going through this at the moment?
0: Well, what helped me was that, well... I broke up with that guy, but Bravo. after two years, <laughs> yeah.
1: hallelujah,
0: I'm a clown, um, I stopped following Instagram accounts that saw women extremely thin with like a perfect butts and small waists and full lips and whatever, like it's thin, um, thin uh, um, arms. arms. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a, a thing with arms. And you know at my like my role model at that time was Jen Selter.
2: Oh, but, I remember her.
0: Yeah, but you yeah. can't have Jen Selter's body like it's impossible. You need to have surgeries for that, like butt implants. But girls at at the age of 18 years old say no, it's just it's just, you do a lot of squats and then you eat a lot of protein. And this is what I hate to people in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. It's not about the, the, the protein. It's about genetics. And it's about living. I mm. don't want to exercise. I don't want to work out just to have this amazing butt at the end of the day. Like, for
2: what? I don't know. It's not for, even... Yeah. yeah. For some guy? No, I'm, girls, not for some guy. Yeah, for, for no, one. It is, for I'm no not, one it's
0: not even my it's not even my job I'm not I'm not a fitness model I, I, I wanted to have the body of a fitness model but I'm not <laughs> oh my god so my advice is to unfollow this kind of uh, accounts and to to remote uh, to, to you know uh how do you say push away from your life? People that bring you negativity, that yeah. criticize you a lot, they say, they comment about your body, what you eat. I hate people when they say you eat and say, oh, you have already eaten, right? Why do you eat again? So, just shut up. Just, yeah. just they don't want to fucking so, eat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of people, they, they dream of following their passion, but for whatever reason, they don't. What advice do you have for people that you know are dreaming of following their passion, but...
0: Okay, um, I had this conversation. It's interesting. I have a friend who, who is um a strategic planner. Or this is something a corporate yeah. job. This it has a corporate job, but her passion is a uh, fashion, mm-hmm. and she was afraid to do the social media thing, like posts about fashion, her outfits, because she thought what her colleagues might say, mm-hmm. might comment on, like. Uh, Why are you uploading this picture? Like, you always take photographs in front of your mirror. Like, why? And that was a huge um, barrier for her. So my advice would be to stop, listening to other people, and follow your gut. I am a person that questions myself a lot, to be honest. And I want to have the... um, How do you say it? Um the approval of my closest people like i want my if i do something i want my mother to tell me yeah it's okay to do it and this really sets me back and -hmm. i can see that even now if i don't get a yes from my mother or my partner my colleague i'm not going to do things i want to do this is bad even for me i'm trying to change it and this is my my advice
1: Mm. Uh, it's very interesting i I I can recognize myself in that, you know, the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even with this podcast, we, we've had this idea for, for a long time, but for, for whatever reason, we haven't done it until now. And, and uh, one of the reasons I think it's taking so long is like f- the fear of failure. Yep. You know, what if no one will listen? Or what if, what if will people in our surroundings think? And etc. And I, I, you're absolutely right. And I think it's just about doing it. You know, just fucking do it, just do and it. don't <laughs> really give a shit about what other people will think, yeah, even yeah. though you're striving for recognition and and accept acceptance. But it's just about doing it.
0: Yeah, it is about doing it. You know, when I my my colleague um yanis he wanted me to do a podcast for almost one year. He was begging me to do a podcast, and what I was telling him he was like, no one is gonna listen. To it's not gonna be successful podcast. No, no. Who is gonna listen? Everyone has a podcast. Why? Why? Why do you want me to have my own podcast? So I was really negative about doing it. And when I realized that it was what I wanted to do, I the the day I broke my leg last year was the day that I really it released my first episode of my podcast. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yes. But it took me one year to do so it. So do as well. you
2: think there's. The right timing in a way or when you're absolutely ready or because that's those are kind of no you mm-hmm. you're
0: never going to be ready that's you right, are yeah. never going to be you are always gonna have something that needs to be done so just do it <laughs> Bravo.
2: great advice okay so currently speaking of work what are you currently working on what are your future visions your dream like where what are you doing do I I imagine myself in five years (laughs) you know
0: I want to I want to be more established in the radio industry I want I want I want to be on the radio I I want to do a show on the radio that it's not just for entertainment it has it's maybe an infotainment thing Mm -hmm. not just the podcast you have an everyday um radio show because I love radio I love television as well. I tried to do the television this year. It didn't go that well because I didn't like the content of the program, so I left. But I think it, television has potential as, as long as people who are really old need to go away from television with new, new minds to come and take over. Um, I don't know. I was, I was really thinking into going to, to, to go to a drama school but i'm i'm I still think about that, um just do it, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't just do it because you know being in a drama school in me is like literally you don't and you can't do anything else for three years, you really need to be there to to be focused. they have a lot of rehearsals, and you know my work now it's like. I'm always on the move. I have mm-hmm. to do a project. Um, basically, I'm, uh, my, my, my book is going to be published in March. Oh, congrats! Wow. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. It's um. It's about everyday legal terms. It's
1: ah smart. Uh, yeah. So, so like, is it like? dummies yeah 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 love for, for love, for, uh, love for dummies love really? for dummies
0: it's, th- this is yeah. not the title i couldn't but, have that <laughs> it's copyrighted but <laughs> uh,
1: it's been it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast and thank you very um, much we have written down 10 random questions okay um you get to pick let's see three to five uh okay numbers and no, just okay. say number and we will read out the question between one to ten
0: okay so one favorite greek island I would go with um dinos. Yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah. why?
0: Amazing beaches. Bitches. Beaches. Bitches. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean Be- I don't know I, ha, ha, how you how you pronounce it correctly. Beaches. Beaches. How? Beaches. Beach. <laughs> <laughs> love- I'll take it the beaches. Yeah. <laughs> okay, although um, the amazing waters, whatever. Mm. And the food is amazing. I, I like islands that have a, a rock. They don't have so much green on them. So yeah, probably for that. Nice. Love it. Next
1: number.
0: Next uh, ten. Number ten.
1: If you could time travel, where would you go?
0: Back. Time travel. Or, back
1: Or in the future. I mean, you can go wherever.
0: No, no, no. I want to travel back to to meet Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Mm. Sat down having conversation with her i don't know why
1: maybe go out i think you would have a fun night together
0: or maybe a depressing one (laughs) i want i want to learn the 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 person behind the legend Yeah. yeah one more one more um i'll take eight next dream travel destination Okay, so I uh, I I definitely am dying to go to Japan. Yes, I know Japanese. I have uh, the, the you know first, Japanese. Yeah, Mochiron.
1: Mochiron. Mochiron. It means
0: mean? uh, totally.
1: Totally. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, and I I know Japanese because uh, I I have my first degree, the N five. They either have like five different degrees because i was accepted in um an exchange program between my university and timba's university in japan and i was about to go but covid happened and that was also cancelled and i i love the culture i love the food i love anything i want i want just to go two months to japan and travel the whole japan
2: amazing yeah you could have been in japan you could have been in Oslo. I yeah. mean, COVID brought you here, <laughs> yeah. though, yeah. which is also incredible.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. COVID changed my life, but
1: things really happen for a reason. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, well, yes, yes. I couldn't agree more. Hmm? I couldn't agree more.
1: Nice. Shall we do one last one and then? Okay, yeah? four, four, four. Number four. What's the most expensive thing that you ever bought?
0: Okay, so I have done a silly thing. I bought an airplane ticket for my ex, the one that drew me to, to the anorexic thing, to come and see my... I was, I, was, I was dancing in Thessaloniki. We had a show and he, 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 he missed his, his airplane. And what did I do? I fucking paid for a last-minute flight no. for him Wait. to come and see me. And you know how much... Uh, Do this flight cost? So maybe it was like silly, expensive thing Uh to do. I
2: never get my money back. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, we want the money back. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: love
2: it. Thank you so much for being on
1: Greek Spired. It was such a pleasure having you and all the insights. And we really look forward following your uh, your future journey and seeing you on TV. Yeah,
0: well, I I have and on the radio. Yeah, and on the radio. Okay, great. Thank Thank you you so much for the opportunity.
2: Thanks a lot for listening to Greek Spired. For more info about our guests and episodes, check out our Instagram page at Greek Spired and our website on www.greekspired.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.